Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is, is it for real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget Jones. <laughs> <laughs> we got the real Bridget Jones. That's right. Uh, no, it's just just plain old podcast, Bridget. But uh, we did watch the yep. holiday classic. <laughs> <laughs> We can talk about that. Bridget Jones' Diary from 2001. It's the first of a triquel. Um, The other Tri-quel. two are not worth watching. I can tell you that right now. But it is the first um, in a series. And um, to give us a little intro is I had to go back to a pod intro fave, Sarah V, because mm. this is a mm-hmm. film mm-hmm. that um, was a big part of, of our is and was a big part of our friendship. So take it away, Sarah V. Bridget Jones' Diary is quite possibly the most fantastic movie I ever saw in my 20s. I loved it from the opening scene when she is singing all by myself while drinking a bottle of wine alone in her apartment. Um, And it's really about a flawed character, as we all are, looking for love and thinking that she has to be perfect to obtain it. And in the end, she ends up falling in love with a man who says that he loves her just as she is. And they have their kiss in the snow while she is wearing underwear because she forgot to put on pants, a pair of sneakers, and a cardigan. And shouldn't we all fall in love like that? Ah, it was good to hear her voice. (laughs) I know. So nice. But should we? That's the question. Yeah. Begs the question. Um, well, I have been very excited to actually watch this with you guys since the beginning of time of the <laughs> podcast, because I, I'm just going to, oh gosh, there's so many levels. Um, <laughs> I'm going to make my level have it. Oof. Um, because I love when the mom says that and she's talking about French eggs and we'll, we'll get into that scene, but I, I have seen this movie a lot like a lot, a lot, a lot. And so I'm feeling very vulnerable tonight. I'm putting myself in a very vulnerable place because <laughs> this is a movie that was very formative for me. Like in my twenties, I loved that there was a namesake character that had my first mm, name. Sure. I am also a BJ. Um, oh, right. Middle, and my middle name is Jane. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a BJ. Anyway. We're not laughing at anything. No, yeah. that's okay. Right. Um, I thought, I thought for so long how amazing that would be if I married somebody whose last name was Jones so I could be Bridget Jones. That'd be Um, wild. You're Bridget Stone. I know. Bridget Stone is way cooler than Bridget Jones. It is, but it's like, yeah, I never thought about that. One of my other favorite Christmas movies is The Family Stone, but it's too recent for us to watch. So anyway, I did get to become one of the Stone family members, which was really exciting. Oh, right. I forgot that's why that's called that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's her last name. It's her but surname. it's also about a ring. That's true. Anywho. I've never I love seen it. The, I, yeah. You I might have love, to break the rules. I don't yeah. highly recommend. So, yeah, this is, a, this is a near and dear one to me, and I'm very excited to talk about it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> my level, I got my on uh, before you did. You did. So. I think I hiccuped. So many ums. Lost it. Sorry. Yeah. My level is going to be a diary because I had one during Peace Corps and I filled it out 
once a week or so i wasn't great at it i'm not great at diaries uh never seen this movie um definitely aware of it in the cosmic space of uh our like pop culture world but i know like the the basic bones of it and that's all i know but uh so it was an exciting adventure <laughs> yeah i guess i'm the i guess i should make my level the exact same i'll make my level Bridget and every girl I know because um Bridget I knew this was a, a favorite of yours but it's also a lot of like uh other people that are also close to me it's like their favorite movie and mm. I think so it was my sister's favorite it Annie's it's like a big favorite of hers um and and when she found out we were doing it she texted all of her friends you know like but <laughs> I and I so I knew the bones as well but like even when it came out I feel like I just knew it wasn't gonna speak to me or something. <laughs> I was like I don't know what this movie's for it's not Red Dawn you not, guys exactly it's not Katie <laughs> that Joseph speaks Fire. to me I know right or I don't know it's it's interesting though because I just missed it I just had I've never seen it but I again I knew the I knew the cast of characters and I knew the the general vibe um I also knew that it was based on like a really popular book which yes. most people that I know have also read the book and the movie I have. yeah totally so yeah what's better <laughs> book or the movie um, I like the movie better. I'll be honest. The book is written like a journal mm. diary. Yeah. So, I mm. mean, it's, you know, normally I'm a, a book fan over movies all the time, but not this time. I think don't yeah. tell Helen Fielding or her best friend, director, Sharon McGuire, right. Um, who directed this film. That would be bad. No, I did pick this because it is December and, um, it was my turn to pick a holiday movie. And this movie always resonates for me as a holiday movie for some mm -hmm. reason, I think it does start and end with the holidays. Yeah. And it holidays, also, it starts with New Year's. So it decidedly well, British New Year's is very Christmassy. <laughs> Do you not know what Boxing Day is? Anyway, that's, that's not true. still New Year's. That's the day after Christmas. <laughs> but um, there's a reindeer sweater. So I, I think mm -hmm. it's just cold a lot in the movie and mm -hmm. snowy. Yeah. And, snow. Yeah. So I think. What, what what's the Hollywood movie doesn't have fake snow? I, I just read it in the facts. I'm not saying like be look real at that snow. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, this this is my jam. But I'm interested to hear whether you guys think this is a holiday movie or not. Maybe we could wait till the end, or if you want to speak to it now, you could. No, let's hash it out now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I feel okay. Let's Boxing Day it out now. Yeah. I mean. It's another one of these movies that goes like year round. I, I feel the final scene is more like Christmassy and maybe that's why it lodges in your brain. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a year. <sighs> it was released in April, so it definitely is not like specifically supposed to be a Christmas movie. And so, I, yeah. I, I will back down from that. It just to me feels like a Christmas. Movie. And I, I get why it does. Yeah. I, I would say like any of these Harry meets Sally or. Harry Met Sally's, they meet. <laughs> um, Harry Met Sally, where it has like a big like New Year's scene and that's where it's like, oh, it's a New Year, but it's like, it goes through so many mm -hmm. years. Yeah. I get it, but like, I'm going to say that Trading Places is more so because it at least takes oh, yeah. place during, so. um, but hey. No, I agree. I think also because Trading Places is some, a little bit of like a Scrooged situation. Like I don't, because like um, Bridget Jones's diary is kind of a Pride and Prejudice, right? Like a little bit of a loosely based on. Um, but 
I totally get why it would be lodged in your mind like that. I don't think yeah. I thought of the movie that way at all, having yeah. never seen it. Yeah. And it also has its trilogy, right? So that's mm-hmm. the other thing about it. It's like, I don't think of it as like a uh, Christmas or holiday vehicle, yeah. but I totally get it in the very similar way of Harry Met Sally, I think. Yeah. Is that what that movie's called? Oh, when, when Harry Met Sally. Right. Yeah. Okay. Some people yeah. call it. Harry meets Sally. <laughs> meets Sally. <laughs> Harry meets Sally. Now there's a lot, I'm sure you read that, you know, Renee Zellweger, you know, there's all, I just remember all of it when it came out. It's like Renee Zellweger put on so much weight oh, to oh, play Bridget Jones. And I see her like now, even just this last time I watched it and I was like, she's so small. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's wild. So and wild. the funny thing is too, and like, I am sure we'll get into it. It's like when, when she's back at her house in, in London, when she makes a goal, she has to lose 20 pounds. And at that moment, the camera is showing her in a towel and you're like, <laughs> there's nothing to like lose. Like right. this woman. And I think um, she, and it's funny because Annie was saying she kind of feels similar where like um, Renee Zellweger has a very full face. So it doesn't take Much. like, well, and when her face looks thin or gaunt, she's in trouble. Oh, yeah. um, I saw her in person. Oh, that's what event. I remember you saying that. And wow, that that was that was wild. That she was very right. thin. Right. I was and worried. so right, I will say that that was that was something maybe that turned me off about the movie because because before having seen it yeah. because there was like so much press about that and it's just like even in the trailer you're like that woman yeah should not well, have like should always be that weight if not it, more like it goes also back to love actually that had like two plot lines where it was like these you know overweight people and it was it did remind me of natalie <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah or, or like natalie. what's her face um emma thompson yeah right who, who had to wear like wear a, a fat suit, fat suit think, but still right? look yeah. fabulous and you're just yeah. like what is going on I think, I think for sure yeah. some of it is the british thing i think there's like a little not to say that americans americans are also extremely weight obsessed but i think both of those movies are british and obviously yeah. renee zellweger is playing somebody who's british um so I, originally I don't know. from texas yeah i think there's just something about really laying into that in this way that's so gaudy unfortunately well, and in love actually it was like really problematic here like my sister was saying because we watched it together she came over and watched it and she was saying like in the book as well like she's not supposed to be like overweight like yeah she's supposed to be just more um what did she say dowdy or something like just not quite like put together or like yeah like uh, in the book she's definitely more yeah just like a little scattered and like a right. little more like it doesn't have her life together smoking cigarettes kind of and it's you know I, I think she's she's just a product of growing up in like we all did as these like ex lennials where in a in a snow globe is where she's yeah. just like she grew up <laughs> snow globe <laughs> where like you're just constantly bombarded and with images i heard that like something recently on the news that like instagram like people's faces and bodies instagram is truly like changing the way that humans look because there's so much obsession about it's so rough the faces and bodies and filters and yeah so god bridget jones if she had instagram i don't even know what she'd do i mean i can say to you as a person who like um lived in central america and i have a picture before i have a picture of what my eyebrows looked like before and a picture <laughs> at the end of two years and 
I did not realize how much I was being influenced by the people around me. But I mean, I plucked my eyebrows to an inch. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, it was wild. Because, because other people had very thin eyebrows. It was the style. Yeah. And I just like had no idea that it was like seeping in. And then yeah. I looked at the picture. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. It was wild. Now very big eyebrows are in. I know. Yeah. They're back, baby. Well, um, this movie starts, like Philip mentioned, on New Year's Day. Um, and I'm so, I'm just excited to hear you guys kind of talk about some of this because these are people that I've like, there's some things I did hear this time that I haven't mm. heard before Ooh. that I was just like, uh-huh. like the mom, like some of the things the mom says that I've heard, but like, even just in this opening scene where we meet her mother, she's just like rambling on and on about some like very inappropriate things. And Oh, I, which, know. some of which made me laugh out loud. Yeah, for sure. That I don't yeah. need to repeat. Whoa. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say this movie, <laughs> my Ruby rocket drink experience, my sister and Annie were so invested in me seeing everything that anytime I like look down to eat some popcorn or take a note they're like are you watching because it I is kind of love quick. your sister and annie so much <laughs> oh my god they were it really is very it. fast it, moves it is yeah it's packed it's like in scene I've to scene to scene probably yeah. missed some stuff yeah, yeah. Nah. well this is at this like turkey curry buffet this like new year's oh. day party oh. that the mom turkey has curry. one thing i did notice this time is like it's so snowy and cold when she's going there. And then it's just, as soon as she's inside the house, if you look out the window, it's like summer. This so is what like, I, yeah, this is what I mean about the snow globe. I mean, it truly looks like she, her mother lives in a snow globe. It's like yeah. at the top of one hill. It's like an old timey village. Yeah. I think they filmed it in like April or something like that. And mm. that's what I'm saying. Like all the snow is completely yeah. fabricated. Um, yeah. I and was surprised, yeah. just not knowing anything about this film, I was surprised how quick we get to Colin Firth. And yeah. I was like, whoa, Colin Firth is here. Um, Mark Darcy. Which was kind of wild, right? Now, did you Mr. guys, Darcy. before we get to Colin, uh, did you guys place or recognize the dad? Yeah. I, oh, no. I, he's so sweet, that nice man. I don't, does he from another movie we've watched? No. Um, from Harry it, Potter. <laughs> a lot probably. of the characters are from Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. He, I mean, He's from, I know him from Hot Fuzz. He okay, is okay. Uh, Nick Frost's dad in that. Mm. And that movie is populated with a lot of just famous British actors. Yeah. Got it. Um, as like their sort of cop references and stuff like that. But like, yeah, he plays a similar but different character. I'll say that. Mm, yeah. So as sure to not no spoilers. give spoilers. We also meet Uncle Jeffrey, who is a re reoccurring creep. He's not that a real uncle. That yep. side mouth kiss is in the rumor <laughs> for my bummer. Like there's something that like if he would have like French kissed her straight on, it would have been somehow less disturbing than a side mouth open kiss. Whew. I'm sure, Katie, you've experienced that. This is not a, uh, a a therapy appointment right now, but I've been side mouth kissed by some men in my life that I did not want to be side. I'm not talking yeah. about boys my age. I'm oh, talking yeah, totally. about older men. Yeah, Ugh, it is a thing. And I, I hope it's going away. Ugh. I think post COVID, hopefully. It's oh, God. Yes. Like slow kiss, rolls kiss out of thingy. here. Not kiss, no, kiss. Like somebody like, who's like a father or older figure who should not put their lips anywhere we, near your body. I think we've had not this my conversation father, Not my father. Yeah. I think we have. I'm so, I think, I, I think Bridget, this has maybe happened to you more than me, but mm -hmm. I know, what, I do know what you mean. Um, I feel like it's happened to me more in like almost like a professional setting, which is wild. Not like, not like it behind closed doors. they should just pull on French you. But like a, almost like a, like a pseudo French 
uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, like cheek to cheek that didn't work out. And you're like, because uh. you kept I've turning your head. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, and then you're just kissing it. them find straight the on. Cheek, find the cheek. Uh, I will say that <laughs> this happened to me the other day. Um, I was kissing my daughter tonight. I was like, oh, here you go. And she was like, no, mouth. And this is like her slobbery. I'm cold. And I was like, no, Elva, we're not that kind of family. We're not, we're not going in for mouth kisses here. Do, um, do you? Wait, this is turning into a kiss. A, a, like, what's what's appropriate kiss podcast? Do you kiss? Do you guys kiss Alva on the mouth or more mm. like cheeks and head? Oh, okay, interesting. Cheeks and head. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not judging if you want to do yes. that in your family, yeah. but like, um, I kiss oh, Louis right on the mouth. Sketch where they do that. Oh, Louis does French kiss you. Yeah. You know, gives you a dental exam. I like to kiss him on the lips before he has a chance to get his tongue out. Anyway, <laughs> go. It's like a race, <laughs> and then he looks surprised by it. And then if I lose, we both win. Yeah, exactly. And it goes on for hours. <laughs> so Mark Darcy. Anywho, Mark Darcy. We're introduced. Colin Firth. Be still my heart. I love. He's so awkward and terrible and wonderful at the same time. Now, do you guys understand the reference to Mark Darcy? Yeah, I, I mean, know I know that name. he. Well, I know, I know, Mr. Darcy from Pride and Prejudice, and then Colin Firth played mr darcy in what was like a 1994 like miniseries literally right? mark mr darcy from pride and prejudice is mark is um sorry fitzwilliam Fitz, darcy Fitzwilliam, yeah and this darcy is mark fitzwilliam darcy oh so this is my question because i know that it is loosely based especially the no, con- <laughs> <laughs> who cares <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding um like uh it's loosely based on pride and prejudice and i know like a lot of and i read it in high school this is another my sister rented the movie a lot and <laughs> read the book a lot so i know like peripherally about it but like she rented it, it, the BBC Pride and Prejudice. There's another one that's with, well, there's like the Kira Knightley. It Pride. might be that one. It might have been that one. Um, I think she's seen all of them. But like in this world, in this British Bridget Jones's diary world, like, are they aware of Pride and Prejudice? Like so much to be like, Mr. Darcy, like the book, like Pride and Prejudice. That's or is question. it in a world where it doesn't quite resonate? Because they are book publishers. Yeah, but I just would have thought it's like this is weird. Kafka's bathroom or <laughs> yeah. whatever it is that they're Kafka's motorbike. Yeah. yeah. Uh well, I don't know. That's a good question, Katie. Good question corner. Thanks. So basically she meets Mark Darcy and she's wearing this awful outfit her mom gave her, and then he talks behind her back yeah. and is like mean. <laughs> it's yeah. like I would never be with that woman because she's <sighs> gross. Which is awful, and she does hear Which, it. I mean, I, I'm not condoning, like, talking in front of people or behind their backs like he did. And I don't think anything he saw deserved that, like, yeah, whatever. Intensive reaction. But I do think she's a hot mess. And, like, <laughs> like she's smoking constantly, uh, like really drinking. Everywhere. Forgetting yeah. clothes, like that's seemed to be her mo. Um, <laughs> yeah, the underwear, yeah. Put your underwear in the bin or whatever. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. I've always wondered that. Like, put last night's underwear in hamper. I guess because it was stuck to her, and she's gone. I assume she's gone to work with underwear stuck to her clothing. Oh, I that's see. That's my guess. I see. I yeah. See. So that sets up that she and Mark Darcy have this contentious relationship. Um, 
for the rest of the film. And uh, then we cut to the scene that Sarah V mentioned, uh, the Celine Dion all by myself, just singing in the PJs. So iconic to me too. Um, Yeah. Like her even like gesturing to the title of the movie as the credits roll. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like that. Yeah. It's a, it's a, that's a sad song if you just want to be sad. Yeah, totally. So I do have a question that comes up like now, um, or I guess now is where we meet Hugh Grant, right? Now we're at her, yeah, her work. Yeah, we cut to her work. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do did people at the time like think that, and now, think that Renee Zellweger is, is doing like a real great British accent? <laughs> I think there was some critique against it. I don't she rem- sounds like she's trying really hard to do this specific it, and I think sometimes it goes into southern a little bit and comes back out. Yeah. Um which which surprised me because I actually don't remember that critique. I would have thought cuz I I was wondering like why they picked Renée Zellweger or like a non-British actress because everybody else in the film is British. So yeah. I was like, "Huh, I wonder like why and I think Annie was saying Spell that it to they, American audiences, I guess. Maybe. I guess this is the only film of the trilogy that did better in the US than it did in mm. um Britain. And yeah, it was, yeah, it was just it was just interesting. Um I think there was like a bunch of hubbub when that was announced and then people loved the movie. So she mm. didn't I don't think she got a lot of critique for it. But I think I was expecting it to be I wasn't expecting to notice it as much. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Mm. I mean, was cuz this came out in 2001 mm-hmm. um so she'd done me myself and irene nurse jerry betty jerry mcguire um, yeah oh yes that had come out in 96, empire I records guess. sure but I, I don't think she <laughs> i see you smirking now i was like i'm not sure that put her on the <laughs> yeah. wild wild scene so i guess it, yeah it's... jerry mcguire was probably the big one but it, it's sort of amazing that she didn't really do like a huge thing after that yeah like i would say Bridget Jones's diary is the next, but that's like five years later. Yeah, it's kind of wild. It took her that time to gain all that weight. Mm, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why they picked her. I remember, I think she was just very buzzy at the time. And I think, oh my God, the idea of it taking Renee Zellweger five years to gain 16 (laughs) points. I know. Eat another cracker, Renee. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, no. Uh, I didn't notice her accent uh, to put a button on that combo. Mm -hmm. I must have just zoned in a couple of times. I didn't hear the Southern, but I do think Mm. it's, especially since you're hearing such like, there's a lot of like professional actor, like Like Shakespearean actors. Like you're kind of like, oh, Um, like Daniel Cleva, Hugh Grant um what a what a character that like first scene where the elevator door opens and comes out i mean it's just so and he's got perfect hugh grant like late 90s hair i know it's 2001 so floppy it's perfect he looks like they kind of did a thing with him with the simpsons and like that's him yeah (laughs) um which is cool and i i was surprised we met him so early too it's like whoa here are two like protagonists are they they're the antagonist they're the yeah, love interests. I don't know. Yeah, the two. Yeah, she's the protagonist. Right? I'd say there's like three main characters, right? I mean, she's the protagonist. There's a lot of sure. characters in this movie. There are a yeah. lot of characters. Which I will say from my couchmate, um, that she prefers Hugh Grant in this sort of character, so the arrogant 
dude that's rather what than my the, coach the bumbling like oh i could never oh the so, nodding so, hill yeah yeah she's like no thank you yeah i know that. i'm just sorry about oh, everything could, oh no oh, oh i couldn't couldn't possibly, couldn't. Couldn't possibly. <laughs> I yeah I I wondered I should have looked it up like when his scandal was yeah like the it's because I was like scandal. yeah and I was like I wonder if this was the answer to that like people didn't necessarily need them want him as a leading man Philip's gonna like, Google Hugh Grant prostitute scandal right now yeah he already has a search saved on that anyway <laughs> I really 95. did oh interesting I really like Hugh Grant like I remember just I mean, thinking we all forgave he was him. so charming yeah he is so charming that's the thing he's he's so. He's handsome, but also just like British handsome. It's not American handsome. It's yeah. like he's kind of got yeah. droopy dog eyes and got some heavy eyes, yeah, heavy and, eyelids. Yeah, he's got that floppy hair. He's pale as a ghost. Um, I guess he, he is. Yeah, he's not. He's not like svelte. Or Would he like, be a ghost? Yeah, he's not. He built. might be a ghost. Yeah, I mean, both of these men, like, I mean, I I don't know. I have always thought that Colin Firth is so cute. And I love him a lot in love, actually. I think that's a very good character. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like both of them. It's funny how But he's always kind of surly. This movie seems like it's in definitely the same world as love, actually. Like, a lot of the, just the film style and the editing. It was like, whoa. And isn't love actually 2001 as well? I think it's 2003. Oh, three. Well, it's yeah, I think you're right. 9-11 because they reference it. You're right. I think it 2003, is 2003. Yeah. yeah. So we get, to, we, we were at work um, and we sort of get the world of work, which is Perpetua. And, and they do not have an HR department, no. apparently. No. <laughs> Mr. Tits Pervert. Tits Pervert. Um, her boss, Mr. Fitzherbert. And I will say, (laughs) and I noticed this heavily, that uh, Renee Zellweger worked in a publishing house uh, like for three months before this movie, and it really showed. Um, (laughs) Is that true? She did. I I don't know how long it was, but like, uh, yeah. Half a day. (laughs) No, it was like three 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 weeks. And I think she was like kind of just in disguise, right? But it's like, it was a waste of time. I'm not saying she did a Bat, like sure i guess she looked like a proper publishing <laughs> no, person it's i just think like... i think that was for the accent i think she was trying to work on her no. accent what she, she was to trying to <laughs> yeah she, she did it at a publishing house she could have done that she had two an birds accent one stone two birds with had, but yeah, she had exactly. an accent coach so she was taking lessons elsewhere um and i I'm feel she would have two birds with one cabiola go ahead yeah <laughs> She would have talked more at, I'm sure, another job. Yeah, than right, she like a waitress some, or like yeah. a bar. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't she think about did it that. To, to be able to truly imbue this Who cares? publishing yeah, that's so funny. wacky. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. That's wild. We get to meet uh, her friends in the next like section. First, we meet Jude, who's calling from a bathroom, who is... She's the person from Harry Potter, right? She's moaning Myrtle. Moaning oh, Myrtle. Who's always yeah. like crying in, a bathroom. <laughs> crying in the bathroom, yeah. um, which is kind of funny. And then we meet Shazer, who is roughly which... based on Sharon McGuire, the director mm. I read. And... That's the blonde haired woman, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I know she... her from Veep. Yeah, she's in Veep. She was so also good. in one season of Taskmaster, I believe. Oh, okay. um, but no, she's great in Veep. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um. And then somebody who I like mix up with like Chris Catan or something like his, her friend, Tom. Yeah. He seems so familiar to me, but I can't, he's got like such like wild energy. Yeah. 
I guess it's just super early 2000s. I don't know. But like the whole like we're just like really leaning into the fact and saying like that he's is that a super slur? I don't know. Poof. I know. Is it's that what like they a, say? I don't know. Yeah, that's what him? they say. He refers to him, I think, twice or three times as like, you know, he's a poof. I honestly don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. It's, no, it's, not a, would... it's not a word I would like if I'm out in public, not a word I'm going to roll out. So it's Same. like, I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, I, I have no idea how it's like interpreted in England is where I feel like I usually hear it or like referenced. Yeah. Like I remember Tobias saying it in Arrested Development. Well, because the F-A-G word. That's a cigarette, a, right? It's a cigarette, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, does, does that Ooh, work yeah. place that where I don't want right. to. Be, but then I've said it twice. I don't know. England's yeah, I'm not sure. weird though. It's it's a place where you can get away with well, saying, the C word see is you like... next Thursday. Um, yeah. Tuesday. What about Tuesday? <laughs> I like to, over. It's, Forget uh, Tuesday. I'm busy. Wednesday, I've got a doctor's appointment. I'll see no, you on Thursday. I do it the uh, MacGruber way, and that's with a th at the end. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's I. Yeah. I don't know the answer. I would like to be educated on it. Um, All yeah, of our because you could see listeners, it. Call in. Yeah, I know. You well, you could see it being something where. Like she's so in the in group that she's using this like very right. derogatory term and almost like taking it back or you know what I mean? Sure, like, right. So she, that's her friend, but she she says like total poof though or something like that. So it doesn't. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'll... this little Greek chorus though, I'm like, where are they when they're not with her? Like they are they're always in a, in a clown. It says it says it's what? offensive um, when you look oh. it up, but. I think again, if it's if it is it says derogatory. Oh, that's the Urban Dictionary. I'm not. I'm not. Are gonna, you going to be canceled not, now, Bridget? I'm yeah, not yeah. repeating it. Yeah, it says. It's but I not, think it's really hard. I feel like we need to talk hard. to somebody. In, yeah, like the gay because again, if it's in an Britain. internal thing and an in group yeah. sure, sure, thing. Sure. Anyway, anyway, we also uh, you were saying the Greek chorus of it all. You yeah, they are kind of like a funny little group. <laughs> well, they her. like seem to only. Ex- I mean, there is a. There is a case to be made that they are her hallucinations. Yeah, <laughs> like no one else has met them. I mean, like they just That's exist so for her and they're always well, only all together. They do get to meet. She, They meet the two men at her birthday. They so. do. Yes. Yeah. But I don't like, know if they interact with each other, though. Right, they could rewind and it could be like a fight club situation. Oh, my God. That'd be so funny. Yeah. Um, so then we going back to what you were saying about HR, this, the next like little scene is about Daniel flirting with Bridget at work. Elevator ass grab. Yeah. Just, Oof. yeah. Bummer. My yeah. couchmate did need a clarification about the skirt thing. He was like, I don't get what that means. And I was like, she's, she's just wearing a short skirt. So he's saying it's missing, but it's, it's not it the conversation that. Yeah. that we had to have about this. They paused, <laughs> they paused because they would not let me talk over it. And I was just like, I don't think this joke works. Like, does it mean, because like, she's like, well, the management is sick. Like, does that mean that management is like a pervert kind of sick? You know what I mean? Is yeah, it like a little play she, on words? That was, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, it took a while. <laughs> I was like, I thought it means it. like management isn't paying attention so I can do whatever I want. Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got the tone from double the entendre. But I was like I paying, paying attention to the words. And I'm yeah. like, I For literary people, they should have better wordplay, I think. Yeah. <laughs> More clarity in their wordplay. Right. Yeah. 
So this all kind of leads up to the book launch, which is a, a an event for Kafka's motorbike, the greatest book of our time. Other than um, Salman Rushdie. Salman Rushdie. I know. What is he doing a... in this movie? I well, know, apparently, I think I think it was kind of accidental. I think the director, somebody knew him, and they were just like, "Yeah, you want to make a fool of yourself for like a day." Well, and this is more just because she didn't direct anything else, but I think this director. That was her claim to yeah. fame. She knew people. Yeah. Um, I, oh, I, interesting. I think she did a perfectly fine job in this movie. But when I looked up her credits, it was like she didn't really do anything else. Um, oh, I don't know if Lord is Lord Archer an an author. I don't know. That was the other Lord person. Archer. I don't know. She's like other than you, Lord Archer. Oh, Salmon. yeah. Jeffrey Howard Archer, Baron Archer of Weston Supermare, is an English novelist. Mm. So yes. Lord Archer is a real novelist. Um, and uh, yeah, just a little like shout out to Salman Rushdie. Not, I know. He's, he's not doing that great. So got attacked and it's really upsetting. Uh, weird, weird things. I don't know if you guys have ever read any of Salman Rushdie. I haven't. I don't but think boy, that's a voyage. Yeah. yeah. Did have. You, have you read that? I did. And I, I read them because um, I was listening or reading. I was reading. Oh, uh, crap. What is her name? From Top Chef. Um, oh, uh, Padme. Padma Lakshmi's yeah. bi- biography because she was married he, to him. She at was one married point. to him. And oh, that's yeah. The fa- that's the father that's of right. her child. Wild. So I kind of was like, what is this all about? And then I, because I, it, anyway, and then I connected all the dots that he was like in Bridgetown's diary. And He's had, like, yeah, quite frick? a life. Yeah. Uh, and very controversial. A lot of people don't have problems with him um so we learned this story from daniel that mark darcy like cheated on cheated with his wife um Mm -hmm. that's the story that was painted so bridget hates mark darcy even more now that's a ballsy lie for him to throw out there i know i kind of i kind of only because i could i kind of knew where the story was going i was like that's a lie (laughs) (laughs) right yeah yeah. He's known as like the office cad and, yeah, totally. and then he's yeah. Colin Firth can't get up the might to talk to anybody. Like there's no way that's true. Is that the first time we meet Natasha? Yeah. Yes. Which is honey. <laughs> I recognize her from a little horror movie called 13 Ghosts. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. I haven't seen it. You guys <laughs> del- dove into it. I've seen thirteen. I've seen it like four times. Which is I know, ridiculous for that movie. But wow. um, yeah. So Bridget Jones leaves with Daniel Cleaver, and they have dinner, and then they end up back at his place, and they do it, and he like yeah. pulls on her old lady panties. Which, by the way, she puts those panties on like normally, but then when you see her later on, they're like on top of her pantyhose. Mm. And I oh, yeah, like a underwear on top of pantyhose is a weird it shouldn't be like that. Because underwear is a, meant to be a barrier between your yeah. body parts and your clothes. I never knew because she saw some granny panties and they go up to kind of like halfway between like her belly button and chest. And I never knew that like older women wore that like to kind of like tighten up their stomach. I just thought that they were, I don't know, stretched out. Or this is, yeah. this is no my clue. favorite comment from someone who has a six pack, AKA Katie <laughs> long. Um, 
but lots of women wear shaping, shape enhancing. No, I know. I know that. <laughs> I know what you mean, but like the granny panties of it all, I just felt like, oh, older no, women those, don't need just... slimming or, you know, like well, a, a bikini cut or something. I didn't realize they had the dual purpose. Makes sense. The, what she's describing as granny panties are really more Spanx. like spanks. Right. But yes, but they're not one of the same, right? In my mind, are they no. kind of? No, you could have underwear that is cut like that, but what she was wearing was shapewear. Yeah, right. Do you so. know what I mean, though? But because I wouldn't like have when... called them granny panties. Yeah, I like she's wearing Spanx, but maybe yeah. that's before but Spanx, Spanx is a trademark. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. there's okay. been, like there's Kleenex. been, sh- I would call it shapewear. Yeah, right. but you're the only one. Like it's like no, it's Kleenex. No, you know? because my grandmother had like larger, <laughs> like bigger underwear, but they weren't tight. Like they weren't right. like holding anything in. Well, there's also like larger yeah, underwear bloomers. that's like blousey. Yeah, yeah like, totally. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butt. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Anywho. Anyway. <laughs> we, we Back from underwear corner. <laughs> yeah. Man. Katie, do you have a six pack? You have a six pack. Um, I don't know if it's uh no, probably not a six pack. <laughs> okay thanks <laughs> yeah um so yes uh the mom calls because she's she's in distress she's doesn't she feels like her husband is not paying attention to her so she gets a job at the mall selling have it oof um which is this like clearly it looks like a penis ejaculating but it it peels your eggs for you and is this as somebody that's like seen this movie once and didn't read the book and was was quick like was this a new adventure for her mother yeah is she surprised to see her at the mall okay yeah the mom is like i left her husband father yeah Yeah. it's 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 like it's quick the mom and the father story is like a whole subplot to this and it's like developing like every time they talk to her it's something different or rather it's evolving you're like what was the base for it it is very fast yeah it's just that the mom decides that she's like not getting enough attention from the dad. And so right. she is now getting attention from Julian, who is like a retail guru of some kind, I guess. Oh my God, what an MLM. Like, yeah. The mother <laughs> yeah. seems like she needs help like yeah. pretty immediately. Like, I mean, and towards the end, it gets really urgent. Apple did not far fall from the tree, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, but now then the mom is like on the shopping channel or whatever, like helping the QVC. Ju- yeah, oh my god, so Ju- good. which I think is funny. I do too, um, especially her the way eyes. she's like <laughs> just glaring into the camera. It is yeah. wild. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, Daniel and and Bridget Jones go on a mini break holiday because they're all they're all going away to go to this like Tarts and Vickers party, which is. <laughs> um, like uh, the countryside insane right so but that's how they run into daniel or to whatever mark darcy and natasha who are also going to the tarts and vickers party i got so i mean we don't need to unpack my confusion i I can help you because i know all that i know we have to get through the movie but i mean i got the movie stopped again and explained but like again this movie moves so quickly because also, I kept on forgetting because you meet Mark Darcy is everywhere. So yeah. I'm like, oh, right. They're childhood friends. They're not really work friends, even though he was at that work thing. And he'll always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because then I'm like, I thought that Mark Darcy and Natasha were going to whatever the wedding was. I forgot. You know, I'm like, why would they be going to this neighborhood party? And it's like, oh, right. They're from the neighborhood. Anyway. 
I understood yeah. it at the end, but it took a minute. Yeah. I just could never place them of like, what's the relationship? And then I finally yeah. figured it out. Same, same, same. Basically, Bridget and Daniel are kind of like falling more in love. Mark Darcy sees them. He gets jealous a little bit. You can see that like he's not having as much fun. They do he's... some drunk paddling. Um... <laughs> this is straight out of, have you guys ever seen the movie 28 Days? No. Full stop with uh, Sandra Bullock. 28 Days later. <laughs> exactly. <Yes. laughs> It's like the guy is giving real Dominic like a McNulty from the wire like um, vibes like uh, Hugh Grant is made after this. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it is. Which I feel like maybe was based on this scene or something because they're in a boat and like he's acting all wild. And I don't know. It was just very similar scene. Yeah. Okay. Um, Got it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I enjoyed Hugh Grant and this role too. Like he's never this confident, like laughy, arrogant guy. Like, so it yeah. was interesting. So Daniel tells Bridget he can't go to the Tarts and Vickers party because they're flying in from New York and she doesn't get it because she's just fanning around with press releases. Business is in trouble. Like, is yeah, in he's trouble. a real jerk. Yeah. And it, uh, we find out why later, but um, she drops her off at the Tarts and Vickers party. And of course, nobody told her that it's not that anymore. Why, why would they do my that? Nightmare. <laughs> it's so mean. She's dressed like she looks great. She's dressed like a little Playboy bunny or something. But you know? I don't know. And Nora wasn't as fate. It's like if you went to a party that says it's supposed to be in your bathing suit and you're the only one there. I have a, I hate being like, less dressed than everyone else at a party mm. or less something like dressed? that yeah or like Meaning if if everyone's dress. in a coat and tie and i'm in a oh. coat shirt or a t-shirt i'll be because like because oh. i do i feel like we've had it happen where we're very much dressed for halloween and everyone else isn't yeah but that's halloween and i just <laughs> yeah, I looked out like <laughs> this is a random garden but, party but it's true but i guess in you're in that in that metaphor we're we're still the most dressed we're the most right we're like the most dressed up yeah, yeah. that's that's true yeah what i i will say one of my hummers for this movie is that in this like weird crazy world where it used to be one theme and now it's nothing but they didn't <laughs> tell her I like that other people are also confused. Like, it's yeah. not just her. I thought that yeah. was like a very realistic touch where like somebody, other people, because it's like, well, surely no one, you know, it can but be I just still her felt that got confused. No one was in a worse shape than she was. Like I said, she looks fine. But like, as yeah. far yeah. as like the clothing that she's wearing yeah. is so less than at least like the woman scrambling in the bushes had pants on. Um, oh, there was a priest scrambling in the bushes. Yeah. That but guy. Like, oh, my God. When he that's said, so easy. At least they didn't like, spend he as did much have money. a full. Yeah, so that, was, that was so good. His outfit he was could have funny. taken off the hat and he would have looked fine, though. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> Still funny. So good. Well, after that party, she, she goes to Daniel's because she wants to commiserate. And he's like, I'm going to come by later. You know, I'm busy. And then she sees a purple sweater hanging on the hook. Bum, bum, bum. Yikes. And then like a sociopath, um, not like a, not Bridget Jones. Okay. She runs upstairs in slow motion <laughs> and this like Natasha crazy <laughs> woman, exactly. Which I can't so separate bizarre. them in my head. Like they do look very similar is on the <laughs> toilet. Just like looking at her. She's on she's the, not on the toilet. That she's in the be- bath. She's in the bathroom. She's in the bathroom. Right. And she's <laughs> sitting on she the ha- toilet would have been funnier. Right. She's holding but, a like, giant 
book or oh yeah a a binder right yeah they were working (laughs) and she's just waiting for her to come in and just stares like if this happened to me i would hide like i don't care who this woman is like i'm not trying to have her bust into the bathroom it was just so weird i mean wouldn't she have thought she was made in the shade like she heard them leave and then maybe she quickly undressed and put the folder in front of her she had this like prop giant folder built so she could like be naked oh, how is she not sexy. even surprised <laughs> a, a miniature woman... business lady who's naked <laughs> so I'm sexy so small because the brief is so big <laughs> it was wild though yeah and then the this is always a bummer for me but then she's like i thought you said she was thin I oh, like, I didn't hear yeah. that. What the fuck? Like, why does she even need to say that? She doesn't need to say that. I felt like she was kind of just sitting on like the tub, like the Kermit toilet. the Frog. You thought it was the toilet. A toilet. But I feel like she looked like a little like inquisitive Kermit the Frog. She's just like, oh, hello. She's like very she had a hand up her butt too. <laughs> yeah, totally coming out of that toilet. But yeah, it was a weird line as well. Yeah. Like, and I didn't get. Would, I didn't catch that. It, I did. It just. It's. It was. No normal person would ever say that. Nobody. That's that felt just... very love, actually. Yeah, it didn't need to be there. Like, but like, then you're like, what is this relationship where he's telling her about Bridget Jones? And he's like, because you learn later they've been like doing it for a while. So he's and they're like, engaged. Oh, yeah. Now they're engaged. Like, well, I, was I don't so believe confused. anything he says, though. So. so were they not? You think he lied I to her think... about being engaged? I don't know. I think they actually were, but he's just a loony bin. He's like a sociopath. So. He really is. <laughs> yeah. It was, I was like, wait, like, did he just meet this woman? Or like, you know, when I was in New York, well, when was that and how long? I just didn't, I will say like one of like the dumbers for me is if you just want to have sex with people, just do that. Yeah. Like you don't, mm-hmm. Bridget Jones, I don't, I think would have just had sex with you randomly. Yeah. Like, I don't think she even, you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. he could have had had it all well, she I, tried she tried to say to him she had feelings and he should have just said then and there like let's not make this serious but here's the thing i will tell you he did give her hints he was making yeah. things serious and then pulled away which is not but that's yeah but that to me is like sociopathology like the way that he did this with these two women and you're like yeah. oh yeah and i think because it's Hugh grant and like the position he's in he just like he doesn't have to do that just right. go out and sleep with people. Like you're right. already doing that. I don't and know. maybe not in your office, you know. Yeah. There's right. probably a floor below you that you can, you know. <laughs> right. Totally. Doesn't have a see-through office. Yeah. Uh so now Bridget Jones is sad. She's at home and she's watching Fatal Attraction and spoiler alert. Yikes. Bridget yeah. Jones's diary. <laughs> yeah. Stunning. Yeah. Um and those lions mating. I do like that part. It's like the, Yeah. They post coitus the male leaves the the female lion or whatever it says um so bridget now decides she's gonna make changes to her life and she's gonna chuck a con it um and go get a job in television which i always think is very oh, fascinating because she's God. never had a job in tv yeah. can you imagine as like is london like this <laughs> hurting for like reporting yeah i yeah i can't i can't imagine and uh, we get the scene of her at the fire station and f- wherever it is. Um, I-, I love this scene a lot. It's not not because you see her butt, but because just the the whole like where she's coming down the pole and he's like, wait, go back up. 
go back up. And then that would be like, so hard to do. I know. No way. Yeah. No way. And you have a six pack. Right. Imagine her. I, mean, <laughs> I just she- like, oh my God. Like those things are so slick. She has no shoot. Like, oof. Oh my God. What a nightmare. Didn't you have to do like a news thing for the Lantern Parade one time, Katie? Oh, yeah. And, and like I just remember you being like, okay, do you want me to go or now? Yeah. No. I know <laughs> we've talked like, about this, but I have yeah. done so much early morning improv uh, in Baltimore. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. If you didn't see me at five, six, and seven, oh, with, yeah. like Bob Turk on the other end, I don't even yeah. know what happened because I did a lot of that. What? Is it, huh? The suggestion is court on the cop. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and then it's like oh a 20 God. minute delay. Oh, yeah. Which it's is the best kind of improv. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so terrible. And then they're like, ha ha, that was funny. But they're not yeah. laughing at the moment. Was it? So awkward. Yes. Now, this next scene at the smug married couple, <laughs> this, this, this very much resonated with me as a person when I was very single that like I had this experience a lot in my For life. For real? Because like, I'm like, For who real. are these friends? These friends it, are this terrible. This is a bit hyperbole, of course. Okay, yeah. Hi, Bridge. And like, how's your love life? But like, people <laughs> are so obsessed with that. I don't, I don't tend to ask people who are single about their love life unless they want to offer. No. Or anyone. Or I, anybody I actually. But like- personally. Because it's none your business unless none people yet. want to offer. But it people, especially in education, when I was working as a mm, high school teacher, mm, because yeah. it's such a it's such a married profession. And so yeah. people would just it was so coupley. And um this was like around this time, you know, with this movie. So I it just that scene, uh, it resonates. How's your yeah. love life? Speaking Oof. of, yeah, I have like was a substitute teacher in like an art class and a I'm bunch surprised of like, you didn't get married then. Yeah. The tweens <laughs> tried to uh, set me up with a teacher next door. And I was like, right. yeah. Yeah. like yeah. she's single. She's 92. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's like, no, we're not doing that. like, I'm, yeah. Yeah. It is a very coupled profession. Yeah, um, I get that. I think because it's steady work. So people are like, I'm settled. I'm ready to get married at 25 or 22. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So we we do get the scene though, where she's going to leave and Mark Darcy follows her. Of course he's there. Yeah. <laughs> he's there. He's everywhere. everywhere. Maybe he's not real either. Yeah, he's true, in her brain. True. Or she's true. not real. <laughs> yeah. What? what a twist. Bum, twist. Bum, bum. And um, he follows her out and they kind of have this like chat. And this is where we get the line of, he apologizes for being rude and he says he likes her just as she is. I like this just as you are. This speech comes so at such a strange point in this movie because it's usually this trope. I was like identifying this trope that it is where it's like somebody is kind of talking at somebody really seriously about all the things that they are. <laughs> and like the thing and they're kind of like it builds up of like, this is why you kind of suck but I love you. <laughs> and it's just like, what an intense way I know. to talk to somebody. And I, it usually happens at the end of a movie, like with Harry met Sally mm-hmm. or love actually. And like, um, and so I was so confused when there was so much more of this movie at this yeah. point. I was like, Oh, like they're going to kiss and the credits will roll. Yeah. Again, I also want to point out that there was a light up tree in this scene, which is mm. another reason why I quit mm. this to a Christmas movie, even though the scene is not at Christmas time. I was going to mm-hmm. say, yeah. So uh, BJ tells her friends this and they all kind of like love it and make fun of her a little bit. Um, 
And then she's at work and she's she's tasked with getting an interview for the Agani Heaney trial. <laughs> Why? A- like she knows nothing about this. This is the <laughs> dumbest wild. assignment in the world. I know um, it's hard to know if she's like an investigative reporter or now she is. <laughs> it's so crazy. I know. Yeah. Uh Elena Heaney and uh the other guy's name um anyway so but mark darcy can get her an interview because he is the barrister he's a barrister barrister. and then she's like a hit um even though it's like an oprah style sit down (laughs) right and if if that was the whole interview it was two seconds long but i think i think it was supposed to be more than that. I think it was longer, but it's like, I don't think it was super (laughs) in-depth. Like, I think we got a smattering of the type of questions that were in there. Like, Um, why did you fancy Eleanor? (laughs) Or whatever. Yeah, like, and when she says she has a crush, on who? Mark Darcy? Asai League? Oh, really? I don't know. Interesting. I I figured it was him. And then then her boss is like, good job way to talk about your crush during a human rights trial yeah right yeah right it's i mean if i were these two people i would be really mad at darcy you know this law it's like why did you have us do this interview <laughs> yeah. um he's oh my gosh. protesting a genocide oh. and we just like yeah i don't you think know... he's much of a barrister i don't no. think yeah he's yeah. getting distracted and meanwhile and he, that her is mother thing for him yes <laughs> Meanwhile, her mother calls, like, in an urgent situation. She's like, oh, I'm just here, darling. Things are getting insane. And you hear the guy in the background, like the, you know, Tony Robbins guy that calls, like, that woman, like, the like the see, see you next Tuesday for, like, doing his nails wrong. It gets, it's wild. It's just, like, so intense. Yes. Uh, yeah, she calls, she calls when it's her birthday, but doesn't wish her a happy birthday. Right. Um, which is in November. Her birthday is in November. Um, and she's just making the grossest meal you would ever think to make for humans. <laughs> this it's reminded like... me of that meal the mother was making in um, <laughs> Better Off Dead. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what it's is cape, caper, sugar caper, orange parfait, and like this leek soup? It's like, all of those things sound disgusting. Although, why would she decide to do this? She has no like aptitude for cooking. Uh, she has no like instruments in her kitchen to do yeah. this cooking. And yet... This woman's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. now starting to get that. It's this, that like, she's... British, like, nonsensical. Self-effacing. Like, it's like, you're going to make the weirdest improv scene you can, so you might as well just say, orange marmalade and mama duke surprise. And you're like, <laughs> mama okay. <Duke> surprise. <laughs> I know, and it's, it's a little bit of like water. a... <laughs> It's a little bit of like this joke of like, oh, a woman that can't cook, but she doesn't care. She's got it all. You know, like it is like really interesting yeah. how much they double down. And like, don't eat that blue soup. No, that soup, don't eat like, any of it. It's because like it. she's because when he started serving it, I'm like, how would it be blue? And then she's like, oh, it must be the dye from the rope. And then her friends like eat it. Yeah. And probably they're, all poisoned. You know, <laughs> they're oh not God. real. So it's okay. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> god they're all poisoned uh mark darcy does show up to help her um and they have like a little falling in love moment this was cute you know yeah super cute yeah. And helpful he like lets down his little mark darcy guard uh and then also of course daniel cleaver shows up because oh my as you do after her friends make such a big deal about how like just as she is they make it really clear 
that she's been talking to them right. about right. something that he told her. And I would never talk to people again. <laughs> if they do this to me. It's like so imp- it and is. like. It it's like, intense. do you not want me to go anywhere? <laughs> like they like really try to tank this first date for yeah. her. It's really weird. I know. But they're wild. Those those three are nuts. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. I like them a lot though. Yeah. So Daniel uh and Mark Darcy go outside to get into a fist fight. Um, and he hits Dan Mark Darcy hits Daniel twice. He like really oh, hits yeah. him really violently. Yeah. Uh, really it was very violent and then they get into a huge fight in a restaurant um a lot of birthdays a lot of birthdays (laughs) they this is so british they like pause to sing happy birthday while they're like such a fancy cake yeah i do appreciate because i was like a hundred percent convinced that that cake was ending up on the floor as somebody like awkwardly sprawls out and i appreciated that they didn't but then what happens is they throw (laughs) each other through a glass like window um which would hurt a lot which yeah you would be We've basically about dead that. yeah what was that other movie? just so cut up, beverly hills so cut up. every movie does demolition it and it's man, just like everybody but it is beverly hills cop yeah oh, okay. these Ooh. windows are not safety glass they just, yeah you would just you'd be so injured so injured, so injured. it would Neither hurt so bad injured. and that's such a big deal like to fight i mean yeah like it's wild not even just to smash the glass which you'd have to anyway you have to have <laughs> yeah. such force to do that from leaping through yeah. the air and then just landing on all of the glass you know or like, just landing I, on like nothing sliver of glass in your foot you're in so much pain yeah I mean, like, the thing is, is even if, if there had not been any glass there, running and jumping and diving with somebody out onto of a window concrete. onto pavement is yeah. enough. Add glass. Ugh. Especially like if you're not a child or a trained tumbler, like your yeah. body is not. We don't know what they do in their free time. They could both That's be true. professional tumblers. That's yeah. totally. Anywho. That Anywho. So nobody's happy after that, of course, you know, like. Daniel's a creep, but Bridget Jones kind of sides with him because he's like knocked out by. Well, and she feels mad at Colin for because he had cheated on. Oh, right. uh, Yeah. A lot of her whole perspective on him is because of this one lie. But it breaks my brain. Like, so she has two cheating stories. One happened to her like a week ago. And then the other one happened to someone else like years ago. Right. And yet she's more offended by the one that happened years ago. Yeah. Well, but part of it is, I think, because Colin Firth started the fight. So it makes him look like a psycho, like really aggressive. And he ended the fight with a big knockout punch. Yeah. So I think... I think if you thought that you cheated, you t- you stole this guy's wife or fiance, and now you're just beating him up on the street. But this just in, yeah. don't date anybody that beats somebody up like this. Like this guy, yeah. you can't you can't be with any either of these men. <laughs> like like this is real violence. It was pretty intense. Yeah. yeah. So now we're at Christmas, December twenty fifth, uh, specifically, and. Uh, Bridget Jones is with her dad at, at their house and they're watching the home shopping network. And then, then this is where like the other movie happens. Cause the mom comes yeah. in and, and then the mom and the dad have like a whole scene together where they like basically make up and get back. Oh, there's a fake out to it. And then the father forgives her immediately. Yeah. No, I've got nowhere else to go. Of course. I'll yeah, take you back. Totally. Yeah. Um, so 
it's the it's right before the ruby jubilee <laughs> wedding party of mark darcy's parents and of course they're all gonna go and bridget learns from her mom that it wasn't in, it was in fact daniel cleaver that cheated with mark darcy's wife so yeah suddenly he's like oh it's mark darcy and they go to the party and she apologizes to him and he's like right that's all he says <laughs> yeah right that's like he doesn't say too much more than that <laughs> but i'm no, engaged and moving to america <laughs> oh my gosh i know right well they're not engaged yet it's hard to tell engaged because he says to be engaged in-law yeah, yeah. so because i was like no way you're engaged like so, please don't have that be the announcement be. yeah yeah indeed so what it's hard to tell with natasha like what's up because like <laughs> They've been together kind of for a while, but he kind of takes breaks with her when he's like pursuing Renee Zellweger, I guess. Yeah. He's imaginary like a business too. Business marriage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Like a yeah. I mean, she does marriage. have a line in the beginning, I think, that's like, yeah, I'm trying to lock it down or something. Like, it seems like she's a lot more interested in him. Yeah. I suppose. And of course, Mark Darcy is moving to New York. And so we see him go to New York um, and then come back because he, he misses bridget jones the and same day right like he just like, like turns the same around day. yeah it's yeah. kind of what his character does in love actually yeah it's kind of the same character but he's not right? speaking portuguese right uh, but well, he gets cheated one character on. is a writer and one is a barrister, well, barrister. <laughs> but they both get cheat like both of like True. their brother you know get cheated on oh, and then right. both of them like go to christmas like go someplace and then turn right around and go to another country that's true i think like that's just in britain half of relationships end that way <laughs> with a relative sleeping with your wife and then you right. go to a different country i mean that's, that's... right or your best friend yeah best friend sense. yeah yes, yeah uh, so mark darcy comes back for bridget jones and she gets really excited she goes to change her underwear and he sees her diary and that she said nasty things about him. Which, by the way, remember, he said nasty things about her. I know. Yeah, I don't get why he would get offended about. Yeah, he doesn't. He just leaves. Twist. Him. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Right. Uh. So she well, thinks he's offended. And she goes after a lot him. of miscommunication. A lot of, she goes after him in the snow in her underwear. Um, and he's, of course, just gone to buy her new journal in her snowy sleepy town really quick yeah he needs to do it right then i feel he's sort of on the spectrum somewhere aren't we all i mean yeah yeah well, but no he he why because he had to make that decision right then and there he just, well, was, it doesn't seem was, it that seems like a weird move on yeah. christmas eve to, no, it does to, seem, to, to leave well it's, it's not like, christmas eve it's like new year's eve I new year's like, eve i know when you're he did in that, that room was, yeah yeah and like um yeah, I and like she's getting all like sexy time. You know what I mean? But I couldn't tell if it was like he was bothered initially and it's like I got to fix like I I got to come up with a metaphor of like we're going to change your diary. Now I shall tell you what to write in a diary. <laughs> but even if you're going to do this like you're leaving the sort of domicile that you're both in without yeah. telling this other person. What is she gonna think? It's a well, he, freaking. He movie also trope. doesn't. He also doesn't come back even as she screams for him out the window. <laughs> That's true. Mock, mock. <laughs> It'd be great Didn't if she say just my starts last like name, crying, so. like ugly crying. <laughs> babe. Oh my babe, gosh. Babe. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, and you guys, did you guys note the last line of this movie? 
Oh, um, um I like fuck. Yes, I fucking yes they fucking do or something. Yeah, very good. I liked that. I really liked that. I liked that was kind of sexy the way he yeah. said because he's she, she said like good boys don't kiss like that. And he yes, said, oh yes they fucking do. Yes they fucking do. It was pretty nice. And then you're like, oh my god, Mark Darcy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I get you're a that. Good boy with a little streak. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Um, German title for this movie is. Bridget Jones, Chocolata, Zoom, Frühstück. <laughs> Chocolate with Chocolate. breakfast. What? Chocolate with breakfast? Yep. Or f- chocolate for breakfast. Sorry. Chocolate for breakfast. What? Why? I don't know. <laughs> that is wow. so strange. I love it. Chocolata. I don't, that is so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's the end of the movie. Did you already do that? <laughs> Wrong <laughs> <laughs> time to take a tea break. I did do a tea. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Wow, no, you were too teed up. You were teed up, but you couldn't hit the golf ball. Yeah. So, um, any other questions from a question corner? No, Annie desperately wanted me to know if I had any questions for her about registration <laughs> diary. So. So what we've been doing for the past 48 hours. Oh my God. I love it. It makes me yeah. so happy. Yeah. Yeah. She um, loves it. My question. Well, I'm going to ask you guys at the end, I guess. But, oh, well, okay. Just yes or no. Did you mm. like this movie? No. <laughs> yes. But, no, but I, don't, yeah. No. Yes, I, okay. I, I. You don't get to explain we have it. later on. We can expound that, I like on this. Expound, but yeah. I just wanted to know that was my question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I liked it. I watched it in a high or... pressure scenario. <laughs> I know. So you were like in a gauntlet. Of it was like... rough. Yeah. Totally. I am not like... the target audience for this, and like Me I can neither. understand like a lot of guys having to watch this with their like college yeah. girlfriend yeah. as they're Me. trying to like. Chad, yeah. I'm that guy. Yeah. Chad loved this movie. <laughs> What's that his name? Chad. Chaz. Chaz. But yes, I felt much, very much like Chaz watching this movie. <laughs> you, you well, it's like my sister and my girlfriend making me watch this movie. <laughs> oh my God. I love it that you were Chaz. Okay. How about Hummers, Bummers, and Dummers? Let's start with Bummers. I have a bummer. Um, when, uh, I guess it is Christmas, right? And she goes back to her parents' house. Oh, and so they admitted these... this is a Christmas movie. Yes. When it's a Christmas <laughs> movie and she goes back to her parents' house. Uh, and those carolers, carolers come um, at their house and she just screams, bugger off. <laughs> she just tells them to leave. Like, it's like a man, it's like a father and two sons. And it's like, this happens once a year. <laughs> just embrace it. Like, that would be such a wild reaction <laughs> to having carolers take time to come to your home yeah. and sing what Max wants song. It's so wild. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I think I, I think a bummer for this movie, which is something I clung to for a long time. Anyway, I hated, loved it. Was just this, the pressure she felt mm-hmm. to be coupled up, and yeah. and the way it was perceived, and the way it was talked about, and how like there's just this societal pressure about that, and and there's so many unhealthy relationships because of it, and so yeah, what a, I think it's a bummer. Yeah. And I don't know, this may come off as like overly critical of her character, but 
I I felt that there needed to be something like redeeming. Like she she didn't come off as like funny, funny to me. Like she was making like witty jokes or anything like that. And I think her character needed something like that to like really Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh yeah, sure she can't cook or like she doesn't like people what weirdly think she's fat or something like that, but like she's has this thing that shows yeah. I don't know. Well, she she definitely was, I think I think some of it was Renee Zellweger and some of it is the movie. But like I think in the book she is a little bit less of a Kathy cartoon and more of a like a <laughs> like a, a whole human and like yeah, like this funny like I think some of the self-deprecating stuff doesn't land as well with women as men get away with being self-deprecating, and I don't. I don't think I usually don't like that kind of humor on anybody. It's not my jam. Mm-hmm. But I think you know people just get uncomfortable more like when women talk about and it's not and it's not doesn't feel funny. <laughs> it doesn't. So. Yeah. Once well, again, I, I just go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying she or going to say she is like an interesting combo which part is part of what i liked about this movie was like she doesn't quite fit in a, a box because she is almost a kathy cartoon but like i kept on saying she kind of is like confident and my sister and annie were like no she isn't but i'm like she kind of is though she like she interviewed is. she interviewed for this television job yeah. and was just doing it and she's well, the book thing and she right. just goes up on stage she'll and just she's do it doing she's awful but she's just like no yeah she's kind of a little bit unapologetically herself which I think mm-hmm. is supposed to be her charm. And I kept on expecting her to maybe be more self-deprecating or something, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah. Was that your... Was that was my dumber. Your dumber? Sorry. Bo- is that was your bummer? bummer? It was my bummer. Dumbers. My specific dumber is when Bridget Jones is getting ready to leave in that car to go to Paris with her friends. And right before Mark Darcy comes back and they like push her out of the car and she falls like on her ass in the snow <laughs> i didn't get that oh my god and they're like she'll be fine and i'm like that was so mean well, that's because they are wildlings they, yeah, just, that's what I mean. they are no, wild. because that was the other scene where they were ta- they she was drunk and they just pushed her out and they're like they pushed her let's out go twice. cab she's fine so twice, i yeah. think yeah man so yeah mine will be and the, the other one was sort of a runner for my bummer was this costume contest where she's in this inappropriate or like inappropriate for the event outfit (laughs) and then like the dumber is like why would she stay like once I like (laughs) clocked like from afar it's like oh everyone is in normal outfits I would just turn around even if people are like oh Bridget I see you there it's just you just turn around and go. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not going to defend brain. that. I do yeah. I agree with you, but I'm also like, she didn't have a car and I felt like they were so far away from like mm. a city. So mm. I, I think she had to walk to a train station. I don't know. Mm. But either way, she took a train back to the city. So maybe she had to get a ride there. Did she take a train in that outfit? Yeah. Well, Hugh Grant dropped her off, didn't she? Or- yeah. Yeah. He dropped her off and then he left. And then she and took he a train stops for back nothing. to the city. He stops for nothing. Because he, he didn't like, stop when her to- scarf Flew out of the car. Right, he, he didn't stop trying. to see like yeah. if she got in okay. But there's yeah, a totally. building nearby, and there's like a curtain you could use. Uh, I don't know. Like there's well, a jacket, or there's something in that building that you could find. I mean, to your point, the other woman was it her aunt Kathy or somebody is doing that. Like she's like hiding in the bushes. Like she's like oh, like she's yeah. trying to change before going in. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is Dummers, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Okay. I know this is going to be very controversial and it is not because I think anybody that feels the opposite of this is dumb or anything, <laughs> but I just like, don't get the appeal of Mr. Mark Darcy in this movie and not so much Colin Firth because I really do like his, his character and like the plot line in love actually, which is not too different from this, but like he says more words definitely in love actually, partly because he's monologuing out loud because he thinks the woman can't understand him, which she can at first. But like, I think because it is so much his character of Mark of Fitzwilliam Darcy just like implanted in modern day. He just is like so rude and cold and humorless. I think Colin Firth, Firth like smiles twice in this movie, even when he's like telling her how he feels about her. No smile at all. He's just incredibly violent. <laughs> towards you grant (laughs) and then he is so pouty and like doesn't explain anything like when she says like you are terrible it's like obviously her perspective has been colored by this monster that she's been hanging out with like i just like don't get it and at the end of the day i would much rather have a cup of coffee with hugh grant like the character (laughs) i don't need to be necessarily in a relationship with him but like i would probably take I would roll the dice with Hugh Grant in this movie because I feel like we would talk, we would laugh, you know? Like, anyway, that's just my dumb. He's fun, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. It's hard to explain that trope of this kind of, like, brooding. Because Mark Darcy is a terrible character in Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, I know. I know. I remember in English class having to be like, what is happening? I do, I do think, and maybe if I, maybe if I project like a woman onto it, like maybe it does change a little bit. Like it's, it's really not for me, (laughs) but like the last line I do get though, that's like sexy, like his last line, like, okay. And yeah. I think Colin Firth is very charming and very attractive. Yeah, when as well. he's helping her cook the dinner, you see yeah. like more of No, yeah, that is, but it is when it breaks I, through. I hear, yeah, I hear you. I do wish he'd said that line and then just did a horrible kiss. It's like, <laughs> yes, they fucking do. Octopus tentacle. Tongue up the nose. Yeah. Um Hummers. Oh, I have a specific, a very specific hummer. There's a lot that hummed me up about this movie. Um, but <laughs> speaking of like um violence that I don't condone and I didn't much, you know, necessarily care for when Tom is it the friend, yeah, busts into that restaurant and says, like, it's a fight, <laughs> it's a real fight. And yeah. he like looks at the sky as he says it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so funny. <laughs> this is so good. Because I was at First, when he did it, I was like, oh, this is so dumb that people go and they tell people about it. But the way that like the movie became aware of that, I just couldn't have loved more. So all yeah. those like waiters and chefs lining up. The real people are so voyeuristic. Of course they want to see that. And there is this element of like, when does this happen? When are people fighting like this in a restaurant? So anyway, I enjoyed that. I think my Hummer, I have, I I obviously have a lot of hums in this movie, but I do really like the scene. And I think this is one of the scenes where you get to see the character be a little funnier or even like her making fun of herself in this funny way. But it's like when she has to do those introductions at the book launch party and she's, she's fumbling over her words. And then she's just like, you know, the greatest book of our time, except, except for you, Mr. Rushdie. And you kind of like calling people out and them all being like, it's like, I don't think they asked for that. I think she mm-hmm. just was got like self-conscious. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that's a funny little scene there. 
Um, I liked, and I was going to say like Hugh Grant, but I'm going to say like some of the sort of voices in her head I enjoyed of sort of that same scene where she's like, like, don't say like, <laughs> Tits yeah it's like don't say it and just like that urge to like where something gets locked in your brain and she has a couple and i think that's more of her endearing thing is this fight against your sort of like impulses that aren't helping you and it's, mm-hmm. it's funny yeah. where it's when it's in your brain i think that's when it's funny when it's outside then it becomes this sort of awkward comedy which can be funny but it's like i, I think when you're having that war in your brain it's sort of oh she gets it how how she's having this sort of this battle um and i thought some of the comments in her brain were more funny than what she actually said out loud and so yeah Yeah. i don't know i i enjoyed i think that part of her because i renee zellweger is charming um and i think some of that came out in this character was just in snippets like that so uh shall we talk about our outfits let's Let's talk about our our outfits well katie i can talk about your outfit since we were talking mm-hmm. about your six-pack earlier <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i i feel like i've just dug deep into it so <laughs> um i like your um your hat that you're wearing it's a very wintry looking hat um but then on the front like on the brim it says mind the overspray um that's what the mom says when she squirts the <laughs> have it oof um yes and then i i just gotta give it to you because you're just wearing a large book in front of your body Mm. tonight yeah is it the night before christmas it is the (laughs) night before christmas (laughs) i think that's appropriate for the season yes uh and you look great so (laughs) kudos thank you. you uh um thank you i appreciate it uh i'm not sitting on the toilet like no, I can tell yeah, you're not on the toilet. Yeah, exactly. Um, Phil, I love how you've somehow grown out your hair to be Hugh Grant style, mm-hmm. middle middle part, which is very charming. And you have that like lovely um, Bridget Jones scarf on that apparently oh, inspired yeah. Annie and my sister to dress quite alike for about a decade, which <laughs> is strange, strange in looking at pictures sometimes. Um, and then I like your, your t-shirt that... Um, you must have gotten um somewhere in 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 london that just says um diary depot open 24 hours that's right even on new year's eve (laughs) (laughs) those like paper stores they they gotta get there i guess they do an emergency diary you never know Mm -hmm. um bridget because it's festive time you're wearing a festive sweater um with some some reindeer holding a bowl of of soup um it of course is blue soup and the reindeer is saying don't eat this is it poison it will kill you (laughs) yeah um and then uh yeah it you know um then I just saw you stood up and you are in fact not wearing a skirt and your underwear says uh yep that's right (laughs) my skirt is sick (laughs) <laughs> thank you i put a lot and it's of work fine. into yeah. this outfit mm-hmm. today skirt is sick by the way psa stands for public soup announcement yes <laughs> that's really thank funny oh uh, well it's time to decide if this christmas classic is for real <laughs> bum, bum, bum. and um i i 
it's interesting because sometimes even though we watch things, we, things we've seen before a bunch of times, once you're taking notes on it, it's like a different lens. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such an interesting thing, but even, even despite all of that, I'm just, I have to, it is for real for me to a T, um, because it's, it's this little snippet of time. It's British, it's cheeky, it's silly, Um, it makes me feel cozy inside and I don't know why, because of the things we talked about that are like upsetting. Like, I don't like violence. We've watched so many violent movies where I get upset. And then like, yeah, Mark Darcy kicks the crap out of Daniel Cleaver (laughs) and they fly through a glass plate. And I'm like, well, it's cute. Um, and so it's so fascinating how our brains get wired to watch certain things or how we watch them. And I have definitely said things are not for real that have been nostalgic for me, but um this this one is up there the second two movies no 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 they're not mm. that's mm. not good um they i don't even think about them really when i think it's about this psa piece of shit announcement but i think this movie is silly and it's fun it's fun and it moves along and there's enough interesting tchotchkes to look at to keep keep things shiny for the whole time so i'm gonna say it's for real um, it's interesting you mentioned the next two movies and like I was asking what happens and I never would Don't have even. expected my sister and Annie to be like, Show she ends up in a Thai prison. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Don't. Uh yeah. Wait, she really um, does. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Apparently. Yes. Yeah. And... It's like that I would not have guessed. Yeah. Um, so I won't bury the lead. I think this movie is for real. Um it's not for me. Like it's not written for me <laughs> at all. Fair. And like I think I think I was I think I was like um expecting to be more charmed by Bridget Jones. Like I was never quite she was hard to relate to, even though like well, maybe she, I think for me she probably had too much confidence for me to relate to. I was like, what is this? Um, but I but I do think I was talking about how like this movie represents to me kind of like a different, like a more modern comedy that is more comfortable for me. Like sometimes when we watch like older comedies, like I have to kind of put on this like lens of like, OK, mm-hmm. this is going to be a kind of joke that like was funny. And it, it it there's there's like endurance to it or durability, but it's not like what I would write today or something. But like, I don't know that it was like very comfortable. I like I liked all the ways that it felt like love, actually. Mm-hmm. And that and, and Hugh Grant um, and. Uh, yeah, I kind of liked all the side characters as well, especially like the mother and like her mother, the mother's friend who I really enjoyed. Um, then that, that, yeah, like she's actually in this movie better or the series better things with Pamela Adlam, which I like highly recommend. And, um, she, anyway, that world, I probably could have spent a little more time in as well. Um, but yeah, I, do I think the, it's the more characters, the better in these, some, some of these movies. Yeah. 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 And there, I mean, it's all the flaws that you mentioned as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought it was like a well, a well-made movie and I was entertained and I had, by the way, like well. me and Annie and your sister, like got baseball bats and an alley behind <laughs> you. <laughs> We're not, I definitely felt some pressure. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Now I'm gonna bring the thunder. I'm not not afraid of you with your little baseball bats. Um, As you heard earlier, heard earlier, um, I said I I didn't enjoy this movie. Um, 
but it is for real. Uh, it's it's well made. A lot of the things that you know Katie said, it's it's not made for me. So it's like I get it, but I can like see how if I was different, it, like <laughs> everything is. I think solidly put together. I, mm -hmm. I was also su surprised that she wasn't more of a likable character. Um, but yeah, I, I thought everything sort of came together and it did move along snappily. I, honestly, I think too snappily because it was just sort of like there was a couple whiplashes where it took me a second to figure out what was going on. Yeah. And there were some side things that with a little more breathing room could have developed into, you know, more interesting sort of scenes and character development. But um, yeah, I mean, this, I think, just in the cultural ambiance, I'm glad I've watched it. Uh, I don't need to see it again. Um, mm -hmm. But like I said, it, it's well made. And yeah, I think uh, yeah, everyone doesn't need to see it, but it's <laughs> if you if you feel like you want to see it, please go for it. It's for real. <laughs> if you have Amazon Prime, you can purchase the movie and have it forever for one dollar more than renting it. Oh, Dang really? It. We just rented it, so I can't watch it again. Yeah, I guess uh, we rented it too. Yeah, I'm upset because it was available up till very recently. I think yeah, HBO. classic. And now it's on Showtime. I'm like, how does that happen? Oh, like, and of course we don't have That's Showtime. how they make their money. They just constantly shift things Shuffle. around. I know, and you're and like, yeah. so you have to kind of keep all the platforms. Yeah. Yep. They love yep, that. Yep, yep. Um okay. So geez, I forgot I was supposed to prepare to try to play our song better. I mean we've gotten a lot of uh positives about our, our music playing. So. <laughs> um okay here's our song. I have to do it. It's just, God, if you want to be sad, that's yeah. song to be sad. I, my first note for this movie was. 32 um because they say she's like a 32 year old when and annie and my sister were both like i thought she was like 36 or 39 like you know like it was just so interesting how much she's like well she might as well be dead like <laughs> yeah it's really wild yeah i'm like and girl she, you have time to be sad you're gonna right okay. totally but i, mean, I yeah, do like 32 nah but 34 yeah that's yeah right and i guess like she did it, it is nice how she like leans into it you know like whatever her feeling is it seems like she like yeah. gives herself space to feel it too which is kind of i guess like part of the charm of that character the fact that she is like like lip singing to this song not just like staring at the wall <laughs> she feels it she feels it yeah you don't want to be her neighbor maybe but yeah she feels it true well thank you sarah v yes that was great loving so this lovely and for your great intro sarah and v's intro according to our old rules get a smoking jacket i think <laughs> It's a real accomplishment, but so she's, she's it's two not away hard when she's world. like the person I talk yeah. to most right. in my life outside of my mother or my mm -hmm. husband. So she she's quick on the speed dial for <laughs> it's helpful. Can you record this? And that's okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> thank you to everybody. <laughs> the world. <laughs> we start listing like the key grants to you and, <laughs> and to you, Philip for you are also a good member of this podcast oh my god hope you're not you know yeah. okay till next time see ya hello
in a world where people watch movies. I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. But sometimes they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.